is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Webcast. And it is the best time of the year. The NBA draft is just around the corner. <sighs> the NBA trades are heating up. The rumors are heating up. Offseason is <sighs> in full swing, and I am one excited man. Today's episode includes me, Butsy, and Jordan, and we are going to be discussing discussing some disgusting trades that we have put together for the NBA trade machine episode that I want to begin to do yearly. I think we did one last year, so if not, this is the inaugural one, but I am very excited for this episode. Uh, who wants to go first with their first trade? Max, you do. We all know you. it's you. You want to go no, first. No, I, I want to go, I wanna <laughs> go third. I wanna Can I get my shoe? My, my, I'm not a big trade machine guy. I just <laughs> kind of just recently learned how to play around with this thing. Also, it's just not the most wonderful time of the year. It I feel is. like there's other better wonderful times of the year than there's like not. what about like like opening day like opening night of the NBA season. Oh, oh so when you say opening day, I immediately think baseball or like um, week one of of NFL kickoff. Opening night would be cool if the regular season actually mattered. But fair enough, fair enough. All right, yeah. my first pick involves the Miami Heat and the Portland Trailblazers, but it is what you think. This is going. It's definitely it's what we're what thinking. thinking. It's not what you're <laughs> thinking. Think, all right, say it. Bam Adebayo for Yusuf Nurkic in the third pick. <laughs> that, was totally, that, was... that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't what I was thinking. Oh, that's the one I, I played around with this trade myself. So go ahead, Butsy. Why, why does each team do it? So Bam, the sorry, the uh, Portland Trailblazers do it because if they don't move this third pick, Dame is leaving. That is the bottom line. About that, that is whether I don't know if it's going to be Miami or whether it's going to be someone else. Um, they're going to move this third pick in some capacity. This makes sense to go out and get Bam because it's just a much upgraded player. Uh, over Nurkic. Uh, Nurkic, sorry, Nurkic has zero offensive talent. Bam obviously had an incredible finals. We know what he's capable of on offense. Um, I think the Blazers could actually be a playoff team with uh with um with Bam. I think Dame, Bam, Anthony, uh, Shadon Sharp, Cam Reddish, um, Jeremy Grant. Like, I think that is a, actually a pretty solid team. Um, and actually, they have a chance of of doing, you know, more than more than the Blazers have ever done in history. I think Miami does it because I think there's a lot they can do with this third pick. Um, I think they know that they kind of um, kind of had a little bit of a – not a lucky run, but it was a – a unicorn run in a sense where they're, they can't do what they did last year and come in as the eight seed and, uh, you know, make the finals like they didn't and get through the East like they did this year. Uh, the Nuggets are going to be healthy. The Celtics are going to be much improved. Um, basically across the East is going to be better than it was last year. So I, I just think that they um, are going to need to make some, some changes. And I think getting rid of Bam, uh, who was inconsistent this year, he did have a good finals, but he was inconsistent. And and trying to make some either move the third pick for for another big or um, take a player like Brandon Miller. Um, I know he the, you know there's kind of a gaping hole now if they move Bam because you're not going to start Cody Zeller. But um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. But that's kind of why I think it makes sense more for the Blazers than it does for the Heat. But I still think the Heat are going to need to make changes coming into next year if they're going to want to you know get back to where they were this year. Jordan, I'll let you react first, then I'll go. Well, I don't know why um why you think Dame would leave if they don't move the third pick. I feel like Dame has always he been said loyal. It. He said that the tweet came out today that 
he wants older players moving forward, not younger players, and that um, Windhorse came out and said that he believes there'll be a rift between Dame and the Trailblazers if they end up keeping their pick and picking at the third spot and getting a young player because Dame wants old players and he wants to contend now. I mean, there might be a rift, but I, I just don't know if... Like, he's under contract also, so maybe he would request a trade, but he I would, don't know. He would be moved. He would be moved, in my opinion. Like, and, and wouldn't the Blazers rather have that? Like, I, if I'm the Blazers, I would rather move Dame than try to go make some last-ditch effort to, to get Bam and become, like, a, a a fifth seed or a sixth seed and try to contend that way. I think the Blazers should blow it up. And for the Heat, I don't know. I it like obviously it was a magical run, but I don't think they would move Bam, who's a, a super young, valuable player. Um, I, yeah, I I don't know. What do you think, Max? I I try to make this exact trade, but the reason I didn't do it was because I'm not a Nurkic guy at all. I think Nurkic is is pretty poor. Um, I mean, you look at games played in his entire career: sixty-two, thirty-two, forty-five, twenty. He had a seventy-nine, seventy-two, and then the last couple of seasons, eight, thirty-seven. 56 52 this guy makes 12 million dollars a year um he is not he's been riddled with injuries i think bam obviously is a much much better player i think brandon miller would be really good for this miami team though and that's who you're probably getting at that third pick so that does kind of you know make you want to do it but the thing is sort of you talk about these like windows and the heat are obviously going to be trying to contend because they're in the finals last season. I think it's weird to bring in a rookie to that when you already have a proven vet in Bam. So taking on a bad contract in Nurk and getting a proven vet and then getting a rookie, that's kind of re- the reason that I held off from this trade because I'm just personally not a Nurkic guy, but I mean I do see why the Heat do this trade because Nurkic doing this trade gets you more a more tradable contract than Bam and Nurkic and then they realistically have a bunch of tradable pieces now with hero duncan robinson and nurkic maybe that puts together a package that they can go out and get a bigger star so maybe this is a two a two-part trade um but that's that were that's my thoughts on the trade because but see i had the exact yeah. same trade it was i i saw the report today that the blazers were looking to to make a big offer for bam yeah. um and so i just kind of took that report and kind of ran with it and i like they, they, there's not a lot that can yes. happen in this trade. If they, if they're gonna move Bam for whoever or the pick, the pick is gonna be the leader of that trade. Yeah, because Jeremy Grant isn't signed there. He's he's a free agent. Right. So it's there's no one with a high contract other than it. the other one would be Anthony Simons, which I thought about as well. But then you have Duncan Robinson, yeah, Tyler so. Hero, Anthony Simons. You know, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess. That's pretty redundant. So that's why. Yeah, it, it's. Bam is really hard to trade. He was one guy that I messed around with for like 20 minutes trying to find spots for him, and I just gave up. And I also wanted to find spots for other players on Miami, um, and they just don't have any bigs. So if you were to trade Bam for someone who wasn't a big, then you're left with Cody Zeller, which is not Right, good. exactly. So it's, a the, the, the mar- it's a small market for Bam, but I, I, I would be interested to see what the package would look like if the Blazers are to make it official off yeah. maybe there's a like a second or two sprinkled in late or i don't know what it could be but um, it would be, be interesting all right jordan why don't you give your pick or trade okay my first trade the grizzlies receive og ananobi and the raptors receive tyus jones dylan brooks oh. this year's first and uh 25 first so it's now, a sign and trade with dylan brooks yeah 
So obviously, um, Tyus Jones could start for twenty nine other teams. Memphis, indeed. Memphis is the only team that he wouldn't start on, so he would immediately <laughs> <laughs> he would immediately become the Raptors' starting point guard. Uh, the the Raptors need to blow something up and get into some sort of rebuild because we've talked about them being in no man's land forever, not forever, but for too long. So I think OG is the piece that they talked about moving at the deadline, but. Masai Ujiri said at the deadline, like anything we wanted to do today, we could have done we or we could still probably do over the summer. So I do think this is still on the table. I don't think them holding on to him at the deadline means anything. So he's probably their, their one of their most valuable assets. And I mean, Siakam's a valuable asset too, but OG is young and very talented. So I think the Grizzlies clearly need a wing. They have two great bigs with Steven Adams, Jaron Jackson. They have Desmond Bain, and John Morant, obviously. Uh, so I think OG would fill out that starting five very nicely. And for the Raptors, you just got to make some sort of move to get picks and start rebuilding. I love this trade also because Dylan Brooks is Canadian. So you bring him to back to his Canadian market. It works out really well. Um, they might just wave him right away, though. <laughs> well, they might no, just because, drop him. because he would be a sign and trade. So in order for that trade to work, they would have to sign. You see what I'm saying? Because Dylan yeah, Brooks is a so... free agent. So you wouldn't sign yeah. him and just... Okay, I got you. So yeah. I guess my two two things with this, nobody on planet Earth wants Dylan Brooks. I don't care if you're, <laughs> no, even Houston, if you're going... Apparently, the 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 all I've seen is that Houston's all in on him and he's going to get 17 mil a year. That's insane. I mean, that is, is insane. fucking insane. But I don't think Toronto would want Dylan Brooks. And second, according to Mark Stein, as of yesterday, to, Toronto remains unwilling to part ways with OG. So... I don't yeah, that throws a wrench in my plans. Dude, I love a slight that. wrench in the plan. I've been doing my research, by the way. Yeah. The Legal Alerts is a fucking incredible Instagram account. They Leg-lerts? have like Leg Alerts. Is it Tim Leg Alerts? Wait, Tim. No, it's it's League Alerts. Oh, League Alerts. I thought you were talking it's about It's an Tim Instagram Leg- account Leg-lert. and they just post like all NBA <laughs> like trade updates and and like you knew like news NBA news max. It's like mm. your fucking porn. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That, I think I follow. I follow. They all have like similar uh, profile pictures. It's like NBA Central, League Alerts, um, and then just a bunch of different beat writers. Um, I also like this trade because if another thing happens, and that's that the Grizzlies sign Chris Paul in the buyout, and then so that makes up for because you need a, you need a point guard because Jaw's going to be out. So I think you bring in Chris Paul, who won veteran leadership. That's the biggest. You need an adult in the room in Memphis. Um, so the idea of bringing in OG Ananobi and Chris Paul, um, to be adults and then just really solidify this Memphis team and make a run. I mean, a starting lineup of Chris Paul, John Moran, OG Ananobi, Jaron Jackson Jr. And Steven Adams is a really, really good starting lineup. So good trade. My first trade, uh, has to do with the Raptors as well. And I called this one the, the Siakam solution. And it's the Clippers received Pascal Siakam and the Toronto Raptors received Paul George. We're naming um, our ooh. trades now? What the fuck, dude? You're making yeah. us yeah. look bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, this is my holiday, dude. Uh, so, yeah. So, the, the Raptors receive Paul George. The Clippers receive Pascal Siakam. Straight up trade. Um, I think this team, the the idea with this trade being um, Fred Van Vliet re-signs. And then you have Fred Van Vliet, um, Paul George, Jakob Pertl, Ken Birch, OG Ananobi, um, uh, what's that? The ugly ass um rookie that people really liked and thought was Scotty Barnes. Um, so then I I think that's a like he's a really good. solid. He is really good. Um, 
sorry i called him ugly but you know yeah uh, I was gonna he's, say. He's, he's a multi-millionaire he get he doesn't give a fuck about me he's fine. um but yeah so i think that that team becomes chris boucher that team becomes really fun svi mikalichuk sorry i'm just thinking of random players um gary trent Gary Trent Jr. Um, who opted into his eighteen and a half million dollar. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, I would imagine he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. according yeah. according to Legal Alerts, by the according way. According to Legal Alerts. Um, according like to this. Chris Haynes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, I think this is a fun trade because I think it's two stars that kind of need a shake up. Um, Paul George has had kind of some issues with injury wise, and I know he's not the number one in the Clippers. That's obviously Kawhi, but. He kind of has to be number one because Kawhi doesn't play anymore. Um, when he is on the Raptors, he brings good ve- uh, veteran mentorship. And, you know, he is doesn't have to be that number one that is relied upon. You can kind of let him, you know, take some time off um, or, you know, re- that you can use him for the playoffs, which is most important. And then for the Raptor or the Clippers, rather, you get new blood and P- Pascal Siakam, a guy that's always just ready to go, willing to play. He's really plugging, you know, plague player, and they really need to make a change here because they're about to get that new arena that they spent a shit ton of money for, and um, toilets they need to get something going. So yeah, that's my trade idea. Why did you just say toilets? Because they, oh, they you, had. You... Go ahead, Butsy. Tell them the story. Go ahead. Oh, no. oh yeah. So basically, Bomber just got really hyped because they have a lot of bathroom break, like a lot of toilets they have a lot Yo. of bathrooms that's like their thing he was like, like Don't you guys hate waiting in line and then he just screamed <laughs> toilets at when yeah. they were like breaking ground on the new- it's a hilarious <laughs> clip it's, it's clip. so funny um i actually don't i actually think this is a pretty good trade i actually think i don't know i think both teams are winners in this in my opinion um i think adding paul george to the raptors makes them I, I, the thing is actually i don't I'm not my confidence level in Paul George and Pascal Siakam are kind of equivalent, equivalent, yeah. equivalently. Equ- I don't know what the fuck that word is. They're equivalent. Uh, low. They're equivalent. <laughs> they're low. They're equivalent, equivalently low. I can't speak oh, English. English is hard. They're equally as um, low. And they're equally as low. Um, Siakam had like a season where he was an All Star. Had had has had you know obviously a championship run and he was great. But um, and he is like you said, Max, a plug in and play kind of guy where he can seemingly looks like he can fit in any system when he, the way he plays. Um, I don't know how he is, how he will be as like a second star on a team and like how far he would be able to get the Clippers. And then Paul George back as like a number one on the Toronto Raptors. I know Fred Van Vliet's good, but like he's the one. He's going to be the one on that team and he's kind of old. So I don't the, really. The idea is that he is there to let OG Ananobi and Scotty Barnes sort of flourish and become whatever they think that they can be and then have Paul George as the sort of number one adult guy, but he doesn't actually have to be number one because, you know, depending on what they think, they think Scotty Barnes is going to be a number one in the future. So that's what that is. But I do Mm. see what you're saying. I think for me, what it is is you're getting an older Paul George to a team that needs an older star and the younger Pascal Siakam to a team that needs like a little bit of fresher, younger blood. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I think both teams come out winners, but my confidence in them is equally e. as low. Got it. There it is. <laughs> wow, <laughs> First it. try. First try. Yeah. First try. Jordan, your thought on it? Cut that right into where he couldn't say equivalent before, and then it'll be smooth <laughs> as, as fuck. Butter. <laughs> I When you first said this, I was going to call you an idiot, but now that I think about it, I think it makes a little bit more sense. I still don't like it for either side. 
if I'm the Raptors and I'm trading Pascal Siakam, I want young assets and I want draft picks. I don't want a player because they're not going to rebuilding or are they trying to contend? Paul George. They're not going to contend if you not for, with contend. Paul George. That's not even close to a contender. You think that's a contender? No, but I think that um, I think they think they're contenders now with Pascal Siakam, but I think Paul George is an upgrade at that spot. If if they think that, then they need to look well, themselves Jordan, in the mirror. We thought they were going to be. <laughs> I know we thought they were going to be sellers and going to be rebuilding at the trade deadline, and they bought. So we don't know what they're thinking. Well, the worst this is place why... to be. Is the middle of the pack. It's the worst. Yeah, correct. But this is why I I said Masai Ujiri said the deadline wasn't the be all end all. Like they can still make a ton of moves over the summer. It's the same thing. They just didn't need to rush it and make a long term decision in the middle of the season. So I understand it from that point. I still think that they are sellers. And for the Clippers, I I think you just need to ride this PG Kawhi thing out. I think Pascal Siakam, yes, he plays more than Paul George, and it would be cool to reunite him with Kawhi Leonard because they won a championship together in 2019 when Siakam was young and kind of a rising star. But I just, I don't, I don't think Siakam makes them closer to a championship. I think the only hope they have of a championship is just praying Kawhi and Paul George can be healthy for one playoff run. And that's, that's what they were betting on when they made this move. And that's what I think they need to continue betting on because to go after Siakam, Siakam would be, kind of desperate and just would would I I don't think it would help their chances at all. Paul George is also so hobbled, so I don't know how acquiring him. He he wouldn't play a ton anyways. It's like you have an aging superstar who's way past his prime at this point and he is not going to play a lot of games. You're probably just going to win 40 games again like you did last year and be in the same exact spot after this year. So, I don't really love that for the Raptors. But I, I think I like it more for the Clippers now thinking it through than I do for the Raptors. Um, my next trade, uh, I don't have a name for it. Um, so I apologize <laughs> oh, no, for that. no. I don't know. You're out, I don't dude. Know. You is lost. It void? The, the trade's <laughs> void. This is an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to stick with me for this one. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets get the 14th pick in Brandon Ingram. And the New Orleans Pelicans get the number two pick in Gordon Hayward. Wait, say it again. Yeah, say it again. New Orleans. Yes. Gets the number two pick. Yep. And they get Gordon Hayward. Yep. For Zion. From Charlotte. No, for for the 14th pick. Uh huh. And BI. Oh. 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 Okay. I don't like this one. Why would the Pels do that? (laughs) Oh, wait. Number two is Scoot Henderson. (laughs) Yeah, but you're getting rid of Brandon Ingram. You go. Oh. But Scoot Henderson and Zion Williamson. Oh, this is an interesting. This is a, <laughs> oh, this is interesting. They have CJ. I don't know. CJ, I, Scoot, a healthy Zion, and a aging Gordon Hayward off the bench. Says no. It just like, says no. I like the Pels uh, say no. Brandon Ingram is is too good yeah, to trade. For I like Scoot. would say no. I like yeah. This is a good one, Butsy. This is a very good one. Oh man. See, I'm just not a big. I Zion, oh man, Zion to me is I, I might sell on Zion. I you don't want to be the fucking GM that sells Zion because the times that we've seen him play, he looks like the best offensive player in the league and unstoppable. But I mean, it look it looks rough for him right now. The guy can't doesn't attempt to get mm-hmm. in shape. He can't stay in shape. Doesn't uh, and then he's having issues off the court now. He has no relationship with the Pelicans team and teammates apparently, according to various sources. I mean, 
It sounds like it's pretty rough there. I do think his, his girl's going to release the sex tapes if he doesn't get traded. <laughs> he finally fucking got she finally got banned from Twitter. She was going off. Um, But yeah, no, I think I don't know. I I like Brandon Ingram. A do lot. you think she's all natural? So Fuck I like Brandon no. Ingram a lot. I like Brandon Ingram a lot. I don't know. Sound off Dude, in the comments. I, I, okay, the reason the reason I think the Pels say no for the other thing is I think Scoot like is. I mean, I want them to get Scoot. I think they should do Zion instead of Bi in this trade because I think mm. Scoot is like completely changes the atmosphere. There is a from everyone that you've heard, he is a professional. He's ready to go, and he's going to be fucking awesome. Um. And I mean, it. I think CJ McCollum isn't a point guard. He's a shooting guard. He he's a he creates his own shot. He does not facilitate well. So putting in, um, Scoot, a guy who could probably take on a facilitator role, he is kind of very similar to CJ McCollum. But I think he would be willing to take on a facilitating role. Is very interesting because you got a guy who's committed, ready to go, whatever. But if you look at it like. Could they play in a playoff game? I mean, the Pell's goal is to contend right now, and it's hard to do that with rookies again, like as we mentioned. But God, this is an intriguing trade. I think they, I they have a lot of glaring issues other than like yeah, like they're not ready to contend yet because Zion, they have no relationship with Zion, and he has he's just not gonna play ever. So Zion was like so good that we thought he was like Jordan and I were on this podcast saying and a lot of people were like in the media were saying that the Pelicans were legit contenders. That's how they, agree. they are. They when, are. Whenever he's healthy, they are yeah. contenders. Herb but, Jones. Love him. Dude, the Pels are nasty. That's why I, I don't think they would be willing to trade Ingram because, well, I'll say this. If they were to trade Ingram, I think they would want more than what Butsy proposed. I think they wouldn't give up their first round pick. And I think they would want like maybe another player or another pick. And in that case, that could work. And that would be interesting. Um, mm. But I think the asking price is a little higher than you said for, for Brandon Ingram. They they definitely wouldn't give up their 14th pick, I don't think. Yeah. In a draft, 14th pick, too. I don't know how good of a player that's going to get you in this year's draft. No, but it's B.I. Like, he's better than 95% of the league. You know what I mean? You're going to get a, a haul if you trade him. Yeah. All right. Let's hear that that was a good fucking trade, Butsy. I really enjoyed that one. Thanks, um, thanks, Max. I didn't have a name for it, so I don't know if it's completely known. <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy but... that aspect of it, but it's okay. Jordan, <laughs> this trade is called yeah, nothing. I have no name one. for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Clippers. This is a fun one. The Clippers receive Chris Paul. The Wizards receive Eric Gordon, Robert Covington. This year's second rounder. Next year's second rounder. <laughs> for chris paul <laughs> yeah dude the the clippers need to go all in this is it they have like maybe two more years um to try and make this thing work and salvage the Kawhi leonard paul george stuff they need a point guard please get russ out of there or maybe you have russ and chris paul i don't know what they do but like i think they need a facilitator so clippers would would do this for that reason, and Wizards—they don't need Chris Paul. Let's be real. Wait, wait, they, there they was they're getting—they're getting rid of. Can you run me back the package, Jordan? Yeah. Uh, Eric Gordon, Robert Covington, in two seconds for Chris Paul. Gordon and Covington are pretty much just to make the contracts work. They are solid players, yep. so 
Eric Gordon was like, I just want to be on a contender. I just need to get off of Houston. <laughs> He's going to end up in Washington. <laughs> be like, fuck. <laughs> uh, I actually like that trade because I think ideally you buy out both Covington and Gordon. And then the Wizards are just terrible and have 95 exactly. second round picks. They yeah, the Wizards have hundreds of second round picks. <laughs> they can flip all those second round picks for one top 10. I th- I would then... imagine they get they got to get at least a first for Chris Paul somewhere else. That's the only reason I say no to that. If if the market is bad and they don't they don't get a first, that's this is a good deal for them. That's my synopsis. You think the you think the Clippers do it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Robert Covington doesn't play. It, I think that he... frees up a role for uh, Marcus Morris, who is bitching about his lack of a role, even though he gets paid thirteen million dollars and he's trash. I think that the price for Chris Paul picks wise could be higher. Uh like I think there's gotta be a team out there that's gonna offer at least one first in the next two years. Uh, um I would I would assume. But I don't know, obviously. Um but yeah I, I think both teams would do this trade hypothetically speaking. If if Are that's the... if that's the best that Washington could get for Chris Paul, um yeah. then I they obviously do it. Is the is the Chris Paul Russell Westbrook point guard duo the one that we never knew we yeah, needed? Yeah, that's not no. I think we know that we don't need that. <laughs> been, they, weren't they, were they together in Houston? No, they got traded no. for each other, didn't they? Oh, they got did they? Correct. I don't know. They, yeah, interesting. Yeah, maybe it's Chris Paul just like stop. It's <laughs> going like that. <laughs> he's just yelling at Russ. He's just yelling. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Pass the ball. Outlet. Outlet. Well, Fucking the, outlet. Russ, <laughs> Russ played so good in the playoffs, though. Is Chris Paul even more valuable than Russ? Perhaps? They didn't have anybody. They yeah, didn't he have. Good when the, he literally they is Paul only good George on or Kawhi. Bad, bad team, pad stat. Okay, that's, that's is, is Chris Paul... Paul is Chris Paul better than Russell Westbrook today? Better at what? Just basketball. Would you rather basketball? have him as your point guard? Oh, I, would, I, I, would, rather, I think I would. Team? I'd rather have Chris Paul as my point guard, but I, but Russ is like a in a vacuum a better basketball player. Russ is correct. Russ is the best uh, tanking team basketball <laughs> yes, player. In they human should get history. Russ back on the Wiz, dude. Just have fun. With, no, there's a reason. Actually, no, no, there's a reason that Will never won a ring. And it's because he had every single statistic in, you know, statistic category ever. This he is had, a crazy was... take, and I fucking love what you're saying right now. But you like what I'm saying? You like what I'm going with well this? Done. This is well done, what you're doing. <laughs> so, Wilt Chamberlain, or Russell Westbrook, is the modern-day Wilt Chamberlain. Statistical wow. anomaly and has and will never win a ring. Boom. Wow. Done. I, I, I'll mean, be honest with you. I didn't clip that. Wilt... Clip that. Yeah, clip that. Go I ahead. Realize... I, think, I think you just tarnished Wilt Chamberlain's legacy. <laughs> He's also won gonna, two. He also has like ten thousand bodies. So that's he really also cool. won two. He also has two rings. So fuck. <laughs> Did that's you just go out the dome and said just uninformed? You're just guessing, dude. I think I saw a TikTok about it the other day. I believed it. <laughs> oh man, I love that you just guessed. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. Well, Chamberlain, worst player of the '60s. Well, I guess. We gotta... <laughs> All right, we're keeping that in. That's awesome. No, we're okay. keeping that in. I'll take all the slander, dude. You realize right. that any publicity is good publicity no, in wait. this game. Hang on. I want to actually talk about this. If they sign Russ, would it make sense to have both of them? Like, could they do it? Nope, next. It would not. <laughs> <laughs> so you think they should get rid of Russ then? What's their starting lineup going to be? Chris Paul, no, bring Russell one Westbrook. one of them off the bench. 
Westbrook doesn't want to go off the bench. This is all his bring, Lakers. Bring Chris Paul off the bench. I don't know. Russ was good off the bench for the Lakers. What are you talking about? That was uninformed. Russ, you sound like no. Butsy talking what are about you Will Chamberlain. About? <laughs> Russ was Russ was pissed because he was coming off the bench for the Lakers. But then he started doing it and he was playing great. Yeah, then yeah. what happened? He got traded and was <laughs> mad and got traded. He wasn't mad. He they just traded him because when LeBron him. scored, when LeBron scored the scoring title, uh, Russ was in the corner bitching, and then he got traded in the next or a week or two weeks later. Yes, yeah, silence. Can... You know, you know. Right on this <laughs> LeBron's no, not a good GM. I don't know. If, I know this, Russ, this is where it's going. Russ would come off the bench. He wouldn't like ball. it. I don't think he would. Come Russ off would be. Bench. Russ would lead the second unit and do a good job. Yeah, I think that would. I think that's the reason that Russ drives me crazy is because that's what he's the best at, but he can't get it through his head that that's what he needs to do, and that's where the issues have been. I think that's what they should do. Write that down. Yeah, that no happens. shit. That's what every fucking team thinks they should do with Russ, and then no. they can't do it. I'm Russ saying doesn't they should, allow it to happen. I'm saying they should do this trade and take Russ off the bench, and if that happens, they they will. Well, Shut they're up. not going to win the Stop. championship, dude. They're <laughs> not Kawhi, those Kawhi and PG instantly. But they would be really good. with Siakam. <laughs> now, you, now you're cooking with flames. <laughs> now we got something. All right, can I do my trade now? No. Is that a yes? No. I think we we didn't talk about mine enough. So should we? Oh my God, Christ! I think we did. All right. Let's talk about Russell we, Westbrook statistics. We've never talked year. about a trade with Eric Gordon in two seconds more in our entire lives. Okay. And Robert Covington. Okay. Um, this one is called. Finding eight in a home and the sun, some players, and it's actually three different That's trades. A terrible name, it's too and, lengthy. That is a awful name. You worked <laughs> also so hard for that name. It's also three different uh trades, and they all have sub names. So the first trade oh is titled Ayton in Atlanta, and this one is the Hawks receive DeAndre Ayton, and the Suns receive Clint Capella, Garrison Matthews, and Sadiq Bay, who is on a team option, so Atlanta grants it to him. So, the reason Atlanta does this is you now have a starting five of Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, John Collins, DeAndre Ayton. And the reason the Suns do this is they 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 get rid of Ayton, but they get three more contracts and players on their team, which they desperately need bodies. You get a pretty solid backup point guard in Garrison Matthews. You get Clint Capella, who you can take on as your, big, your starting big, who's fine. And then you get... Um, Sadiq Bey, who I really like, he can be a really solid wing for them, or he can be a starting, I mean, a secondary wing scorer for them. So I like this trade, and it's and it's DeAndre Ayton was really hard to trade. So um, this one's called Ayton to Atlanta. Ayton in Atlanta. Ayton in Atlanta. Okay. Ayton in Atlanta. Um, so, I don't think Atlanta does this trade personally. I don't think so either, but I think it's I think they they have a meeting about it. It's plausible. But I don't think Atlanta does it because of just the inconsistencies with Bam. And you want to talk about a guy Bam. who is sorry, uh, sorry guys. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to talk about two players with opposite demeanors? It's DeAndre Aiden and Clint Capella. Clint Capella is the, the the definition of a workhorse. He works his fucking ass off. He got so many offensive a lot of rebounds. Clint Capella for film butts. Dude, I mean, did you watch the Celtics Hawk series? Did you yes, not he watch kicked the, the shit game? out of us? Yeah, no, I was just exactly. He kicked the shit out of us. So you're furthering my point. So thank change you. Change of scenery, though, maybe maybe could make it different for Aiton. I think change of scenery is I, needed. He doesn't want to be on the Suns. He doesn't want to be on the Suns, but I, like he he's not helping a situation by not playing hard. Like it's he's yeah. he's a mental fucking like he's either he's so hot and cold. Like either he's 
very productive center who can give you 20 and maybe 10, or he's going to give you like five on horrific shooting and like five rebounds, like five and five. He's not a tremendous rebounder. Clint Capella is an incredible rebounder. I think the Suns could absolutely use a guy like Clint Capella and get get rid of DeAndre Ayton. I just don't think that the Hawks do it, in my opinion. But I really like it for the Suns. Do you think Ayton is better than Capella? He's more um, talented. More talented, yeah. But if you're if you're gonna tell me right now who would I rather have on the Suns, Aiton with the with the team that they have, Aiton or Capella, I'd probably say Capella. Oh yeah. I would 100%. take Capella. Yeah. hundred percent. Yep. All right. Jordan. Didn't Capella have like fifty five rebounds in the playing game against the Heat and just like won them the game? For yes. A, for a second I was like, yes. Yeah, he had fifty five rebounds in a game. <laughs> and then I was like, what did you <laughs> No, wow. he had he had like he had like above, probably twenty one or something yeah, like that. I, I think he had in the twenties. It was stupid. I I agree with Putsy. Why would why do you think they would do that, Max? Um, I think it's just the the I get I guess the idea is you sell yourself on DeAndre and and just having a pretty dynamic, um, high name value, high offensive output, um, front and backcourt with Dejounte Murray and um, John Collins and Trey Young and DeAndre and and I think it's consolidation of your roster. You just have a bunch of um, pieces and it's trying to, you know, get someone, someone, you know, putting those pieces together to get someone, um, that's, you know, a little bit better. I think, you, I think Aiton is someone that teams can sell themselves on. Um, yeah. What was the full has, package? What are the Hawks giving up? It's Clint Capella, Garrison Matthews, and Sadiq Bay, who's on a team option. Uh, they're a pretty wing heavy team. So Sadiq Bay, you know, it's tough when you have DeAndre Hunter, you have, um, uh, Murray Young, John Collins. Well, yeah, but like I'm talking wings mostly. But yeah, you're and then um, they also have an Onyeko Kongu, who is a really interesting backup that you know you can kind of fit in there with DeAndre. And if that doesn't really work out, but I I just thought it was somewhere like I I feel like the the, the Atlanta seems like a team that would talk themselves into DeAndre. And... I agree with that. Also, uh, Dejounte, Trey, and Aiden are all relatively around the same age. I think yeah. they're all pretty young. So I mean, you yeah. could talk yourself into that. I get that. I just think, I don't know. Maybe Sadiq Bay is honestly a really good player. I don't, and he's yeah. young. I don't know if they would want to give him up, but he's on a team that, option. That one does make some sense, though. I could see that for both sides. Okay, the second one is called the Big Aiden trade, i.e., the Big Apple, like the Big Apple trade, but the Big Aiden because Aiden's going to New York. Fuck it. Um, this trade is the Knicks receive DeAndre Ayton, the Suns receive Mitchell Robinson, Evan Fournier, and Quentin Grimes. Same idea, team option. New York, New York grants it to him. The Knicks do this because you pair together Julius Randle, DeAndre Ayton, um, R.J. Barrett, and Jalen Brunson. Um, and then the Suns do it because they need players. That's really about it. Um DeAndre Ayton plays more than Mitchell Robinson. The one thing that DeAndre Ayton has going for him is that he's durable. Mitchell Robinson is not durable. So I think they kind of sell themselves on maybe the big lights, the big city, um, a renewed atmosphere, and a bunch of vets around Ayton that are different than the vets that were around him on the other teams. Uh, Maybe gets him going and revitalizes him. And you get a more durable starting center. First of all, uh, when, you, when you have to explain the name and, and what it means, it's probably it's not a the good best name. name. It's a great name. It's not a great name. It's not a great name. But again, in it's one of those things where if you uh, the big eight and heads to the big eight apple. 
There it is. Well, there okay, maybe better. Not, maybe not the big Aiton. You could just say big Aiton. Big Aiton. <laughs> big Aiton heads to the big apple. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll work pause. On we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll workshop these. Put trades. that in the draft. Uh, the trinims. Yeah, yeah. Put that on the back burner for now. Um, <laughs> it's again like if you sat here and you told me you have this current Suns big three and whoever the fuck starts a point guard, and you could have DeAndre Aiton or Mitchell Robinson. Um. I'm going to take Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, but that's because DeAndre Ayton doesn't work on the Suns team, so that's why they're getting rid of him. Yeah, the Suns saying. would take a lot of people over DeAndre yeah. Ayton, who, but who are not better than him. Would the Knicks take that trade? I yes, don't think so. He's, I, I, I don't think, think anybody wants Ayton. Like, the, 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 the demand for DeAndre Ayton has to be, like, one of the lowest in the league for any player. Like yeah, but no, no one not, wants him. Well, not like for any player. Like, he's still okay, young. fair, fair. Sorry, that that was a, that was a bold <laughs> assumption. But like, it's not it's not big. It's not. No one's knocking on uh the Suns' door asking for Aiden. I mean, this season he averaged eighteen points, ten rebounds, one point seven assists. I mean, like you have to. I there are going to be teams out there that are like it's just at like it's just he's he doesn't he didn't want to be on the Suns. They matched his offer. He signed with the Pacers. And they sat there and matched his offer, and he didn't like Monty. It's clear he didn't get along with Devin Booker. He obviously needs a change of scenery. I think, I think there are teams that are going to be like the Knicks. You're going to tell me the Knicks aren't going to make a stupid trade for someone with big name value, or some name value. That's the most Knicks trade there is. I just think the Knicks specifically are pretty set at big man. Like Hartenstein's good, and Mitchell Robinson's really good. I know yeah, he's he not just super injured, all super healthy. Yeah, but they just had a really good playoff run. I don't think you need to shake up the roster too much unless it's to get an upgrade on Julius Randle. Like, I think they need a star and they need a, like, true number one or someone who's kind of equivalent to Jalen Brunson who can also defend. I don't think that this move would make them much better than they were last year. And yeah. I, I just think, I don't know, you're – I just don't think it's worth the risk that Aiton brings with all the uncertainty and his mindset. And he he gets upset and like disengaged when he doesn't get featured in the offense. And I don't think he would be featured with Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, especially with Julius taking Julius shots. I think he would be very out of it in a in that type of offense. Yeah, to um, be fair, I don't think the Knicks say yes to this trade, but. Yeah, the Knicks are trending in the right direction, and and with the core that they have, like it, you're, if you make a move, if you're the Knicks, it's not going to be for a DeAndre Ayton like player. It's going to be for like Jordan suggested, uh, a clear number one or an equivalent to Brunson like style or type of, I guess, level player. Um, they've made some, they've made right moves with, with Brunson last in the last off season, and they had a pretty good run this playoffs, and they seem to be trending in the right direction. I think the city's excited. I think. Uh, the team's excited. The team plays with a lot of energy and a lot of fight. Uh, and I think adding a guy like Aiton who doesn't kind of have that mentality would would not be great. And it's like not the biggest upgrade or possibly even a downgrade at center for them. Um, so I think the Knicks stick with what they got. And if they make a move, it's going to be a big one. But yeah. so you just breezed through the word equivalent. Don't let that go unnoticed. That was nice. Um, Thanks, okay. guys. <laughs> the Thanks, final guys. trade. This trade is not going to happen, but it is the one that Without without them hiring a specific coach, I thought it was the one that was actually going to happen because I think it makes the most sense for both sides, player wise. But it won't happen now. And this is the toughen up eight and trade, and it's also my best. That's that's the best. 
That's the best. It's the best name. It's the best name you have. Okay. This trade will not happen, but it's the Pistons receive DeAndre and the Suns receive Bogdan Bogdanovich, Isaiah Stewart, and Killian Hayes, who's on a team option. So Detroit grants it to him. Okay. Uh, for the Pistons, you get off Bogdan Bogdanovich, who does not fit your timeline. He is a good player. He has a lot of money, but he doesn't fit your timeline. Isaiah Stewart, solid player. Um, he's a little bit raw, and you have a ton of big men. So this kind of gets rid of that a little bit. Obviously, you're bringing in Aiton, but Aiton would be the best big man on your roster because if you look at it, they have Marvin Bagley, Jalen Duran, and Isaiah Stewart. Um, you can kind of consolidate that. Obviously, DeAndre Aiton's the best one there. And then the sun, and then obviously you get fucking done with the Killian Hayes experience. Thank God. Um, although a lot of people do like him, I don't. Um, he should get ready to learn Chinese. He's that dude is ass. Oh, get ready to learn Chinese. I thought you were speaking Chinese. I couldn't understand what the fuck you said. Um, okay, sorry. It's all good. Uh, so three, and then the Suns do it because you get solid score, solid second unit scoring or starting wing unit, wing no starting unit wing scoring from Bogdan Bogdanovich, Isaiah Stewart. You can have him start at center, or you can have him come off the bench if you bring in Jock Lindell or a different guy for center. And then um, Killian Hayes experiment. I mean, he's he's got. He's he has a body, so he can play for you sometimes. Um, and the Suns need that at this point. This trade will not happen because Monty Williams is the head coach, and Monty and DeAndre and hate each other. But thought if that wasn't the case, I do think this is the trade that would have happened. I love that trade. That's the best trade on paper that you've made. The name's still a work in progress, but we're gonna get there with one of these. Dude, the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons, <laughs> toughen up eight and trade. It works. <laughs> It just seems kind of lazy and thrown together. His, his but, name is hard to work work in. To well, you know, you didn't have to make names for each trade. You, you, like, <laughs> no you know, that wasn't a requirement. That. that wasn't a requirement. Coming I like to go above segment. and beyond in my work. Okay, that's... That <laughs> Silence. <laughs> that's what that deserved. <laughs> it speaks volumes. Aiden would be... That is the place for Aiden to flourish. Obviously, the, the Monty Williams problem... But even with that, I think that is a great place for him to go. Like I just said, he needs the ball. He needs to be featured in offense for him to be fully engaged and and to be, I don't know, his best self on the court. And he would be featured. He would probably easily be their leading scorer. Um, obviously, you have Cade, too, so He's that would be interesting. Yeah, you have – I, I, I love that team. And you're you're building young. I really like that for Detroit. I think Detroit would do that, and I think they would say, like – Monty just it's a it's a new team it's a fresh start let's try and work this out and honestly Aiton he might not be there long term but it's worth a shot I think and to get him around uh, a young team I think is the right spot for him and then for the Suns that's that's best case scenario you get good role players and that's that's what they they would need I think who who were who were the role players it was Bogdanovich Killian Hayes and who Isaiah Stewart, Stewart. That's perfect. I was going to say they need a big man, and Isaiah Stewart would fit right in. So, obviously, Bogdanovich is a great player, but they have a million scorers. I still think that's that's enough because you need a guy off the bench to come in and score. So, I love it, Max. Well done. The Thank only kicker with this trade is if Killian Hayes actually pans out to be a good basketball player. Yeah, but he's been on uh, – uh, let me tell you something. If that fucking happens – wait, what? what is the – okay, what is good? First off, what is good? Like, what is a good basketball? Like, what do you mean by good basketball? Before, um, 
like a, like a, a very serviceable? A, a serviceable role player. Okay, that's possible. But even then, I mean, he's not going to do that on Detroit. He hasn't. He's been there yeah, for and also, five years, four years. The names that he's Detroit 21. is giving up. Yeah, he's he hasn't been there for five years. Oh, yeah, um, he's a baby. He's three he, The names that they're giving up aren't like any kind of blockbuster names that would be untouchable. Like you didn't throw in Jaden Ivey, you didn't throw in Kate, obviously, but it's like the names they're giving up aren't key fundamental building blocks for what they're looking to do. I think the closest to that would be Isaiah Stewart. Um, but even then, like he's not incredible. Like he, he isn't a great basketball player, but he would fit the suns perfectly. And I think he would be more valuable on the suns than, than on the Pistons. Um, and I think starting with the, with the core of Ivy Cunningham and um, whoever they draft this year, as well as Aiden, I think that's a, that's a pretty, pretty good start. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, I lied. Killian Hayes, 21, three years in the league. He averages, he shoots 37.6% from the field. He's young. He's young. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> he actually, I said I didn't like him. I, there are parts of, I like. I think his passing is really good, and his defense is elite. He actually does have a have elite defense. But is he, then does that not make him Frank Nilakina? Dude, if him and Jalen Brown combined powers, they would have two hands to dribble with. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. It would be yeah. the perfect basketball player. They'd have yeah. like actually, they might have like one and three quarters hands. Let's be real. Like it would. It, I don't know if who's the weak link. Jalen, like Jalen's right. Quarters. Jalen's right. Jalen's Jalen's right. God, it's not even that he can't just... go left. It's just that he can't dribble. He can't dribble. <laughs> so. He can't go right. He can't go left. So when, I was gonna say when... Killian. Yeah, Killian's left might be like one and a half. Mm, mm. It's pretty. There you go. That basically that I can all he uses. He is I a really. He is. He has like. He's a very interesting prospect, but it's just. I don't think it'll work out here in Detroit. It hasn't been working out for him there. There's too many young he players sucks. there. He doesn't suck, but he's not good. Right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a lot of hate. He's so young. Let's uh. Let's yeah. lay off. I the mean, he averaged ten hate. points per game this season. Dude, he started. Minutes. Yeah, 28 minutes. <laughs> 6.2 assists, though. I mean. What was the shooting percentage? 37% from the field. <laughs> 20, <laughs> That's really 20, bad. So he's like, also, I was, I've been watching, I was watching Pistons games this season, and he'd have like a wide open layup, and he just wouldn't take it. He would pass it. Dude, around. you watched Detroit Pistons games this year? Like, I know yeah, you have league was... pass, but like, god damn. Pistons this year are going to be a great league pass. Let's see. Are you watching Cincinnati, Colorado for right now for baseball? <laughs> no, I, I mean, did you have money on Detroit Pistons games in the middle of February? No, but for my job. No, you just watched it for that. one of the game. I gave you a lock. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I really hope it hits now that I said getting that. mad, getting myself. upset at play uh, guys for just watching, you know, basketball. It's what I do. It's what I be you doing. Guys- Need to kiss and make up so we can wrap yeah. this up. No, all right. So, any other? Uh, can we just <laughs> no. run through some, some the the list of um names of players that you think might get moved? We don't have to make a trade, but I just want to like run through. Like we can do it together. I think. Do you guys think Zion gets moved? No, but no. is it possible? Like I, I think it, it could happen. I wouldn't be shocked. I, but think, I don't he think he does because Bill Simmons said on the podcast. The other day, that someone that he is is a very reliable source said that he will not be on the team on Thursday. That would be That'd absolutely be absurd. I I'd be here for it. I like the drama, here, but yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think the Pelicans would be willing to move off him yet. Do you think Dame gets moved? No, no, I don't. Either. No, I think I have I a question it's... though. 
Yeah, wait, yeah. real quick. I think it's um I think it happens in the early I think it happens at the trade deadline if Dame gets moved. This isn't like a if he might get moved, but does Kyrie is Ky, who does Kyrie Irving play for on night Dallas, one of the NBA season? Dallas Mavericks. They can't let him walk. That would be I think they hilarious. both need each other too. I don't think he gets money. I don't think he gets the money that Dallas can give him. They're still horrible though with him, in my opinion. It doesn't matter. I, I think they still need him. They need each you can't other. just trade for him and trade away assets and then just let him go. And that if you're be... Kyrie, what team is going to go sign yeah. for the amount that the Dallas will throw at him? Um, yeah. Do you think? Um, hold on. What are the other names? I've been hearing so many names and now I'm blanking on all of them. Well, Jalen Brown, but no, I think he's a Celtic. That. I don't think he's going to. I don't want to talk Celtic. about it. Oh, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. No. I hope not. He just won six man of the year. Okay. Yeah, we would we would give him we would give him up. We like it would be the ultimate just fumble. All right. So do you think Smart Brogdon or Grant Williams or Derek White gets moved by Thursday? Yes. Yes. Okay. Not by Thursday. I think I think thir- around Thursday or Friday is when the moves get done. I think Grant Williams probably will. I pray Smart does, but I don't think he will. Yeah, I pray. I pray Smart does as well. Um, I don't want White to move, and I don't want Brogdon to move. I fucking love those two. Yeah, I, I, they said I heard a report today that White is is fine. He's the least likely to move. Um, Good. Okay, baby. New any year. any dark horse random guys they think might get traded? I think Gordon Hayward gets moved. So Julius Randle. Who wants him? I think I think they let Julius <laughs> Randle come out and move him at the deadline. They let I understand. Him come back. He's his. He's got to have all time low value. His playoffs were awful. He's got to have no value around the league. Oh, DeAndre Ayton, does he get moved? I think yes. I think yes. Yes. I think yes. But after doing all these trades and trying to look for it, those literally are the only three teams that have any sort of semblance of making sense um, that I could find. Every other team that makes much less sense for him. I got a. I got a sneaky Zach Levine trade. I think. Oh, let's hear it. Ooh. I think Zach Levine might get moved. No, I don't have an actual trade. I just think he might get moved. Uh, oh, Demar right. might get moved too. I think they need to reset. I don't know what they thought if they thought they were gonna contend with with this roster, but it is. Well, Lonzo, not Lonzo might out. never play again, so that kind of fucked him. They were like, remember they were really good for a while, and then Lonzo, they were like yeah. the number one seed in the East. Yeah, and then do you think Cleveland moves Jared Allen? I have no idea. It, was he? He was bad in the playoffs, but he was awful. Why would they? I don't know. I feel like he's a good enough player. Sneaky Fair one, enough. Chris Middleton could get moved. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm. He's on. He's on the end of his contract, right? Yeah, and he was just really bad. So, oh, where do you guys think Draymond goes? Stays. Warriors. Where do you think? I think he goes to Memphis. That would be just so funny. <laughs> I think he goes I, to Memphis. That would be the funniest replace, experiment I would ever watch. Chris Vernon. Replace Dylan this is Brooks not my, with this is not my. Yeah, this is not my pick, but Chris Vernon has a couple of points. Is the one that came up with it, and I like it a lot. Um, he comes in. He bullies the team into stopping a bunch of crazy guys to hone it in. Because, you know, Draymond's not crazy. And um, he also <laughs> told Dylan Brooks that the dynasty starts when he leaves. So Dylan Brooks is obviously gone. Um and yeah, I think it makes sense for Memphis to bring in an adult, someone who will not let them be a bunch of dumbasses. Um, but realistically, probably not going to happen. 
the Warriors will Dream. I don't know how much I'm to phrase this. Draymond's value to the Warriors is exponentially more than the majority of any other of the other NBA teams. So it's like the Warriors could pay Draymond probably more if the if Memphis matches. That, if but if Memphis like matches what the Warriors would pay him, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. I mean, we don't know. We don't know about the value they could, thing. They could kind of look at it as like we kind of hurt the Warriors and also make ourselves better because yeah. the Warriors are that, that could be true. A big That's, rival for Memphis. Uh, think of all the secrets and inside information that he can give Memphis, like about the yeah. Warriors. That's true. And any but I don't think team. Draymond wants to play somewhere else either. I think no, not at all. I think yeah, I don't. Does. I don't know. If no, it's Max. Really no way. Good idea. Um, did you not see Mike Dunleavy Jr. say that they're committed to keeping Jordan Poole for the next four years? That's got to be a, a legit punch in the There's face. There's a lot of he said, she said going on. I don't believe Mike du- Mike half Dunleavy of this said shit, it at, dude. He said it at the fucking the, – the, I saw the video of him saying it. I I believe he said it, but does that make it true? Like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. He's only the GM. The <laughs> Zach Levine trade that the Knicks can't refuse. Oh, yes. I love this. <laughs> the, the Bulls trade, Zach Levine, the Knicks trade, RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, and three 2024 first round picks. Get the fuck out of here. This is, they this have is three first round picks. This is off of sportsmockery.com, so don't That's, come at me. Can't refuse. Are you serious? I would I refuse <laughs> to do that trade. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, well, in theory, let's take out two of those first round picks and make it one. So it'd be quickly top and Barrett and one first rounder for Levine, who says no. The Knicks uh no. Really? No. 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 Yes. yes. Dude, Levine's awesome. Levine's uh, sick. Do you know how many career playoff games that Zach Levine's played in? Well, he's on the Bulls. How many career playoff games has Zach Levine played in? He's on the Bulls. How Is many? It zero? It's four. He's played in four okay. career playoff games. He that's was picked someone, in 2014. He, 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 got swept. he is 28 <laughs> years old. He is 28 years old. How many major injuries has he had? Like four? Damn. I didn't know we had Zach Levine haters on this pod. I, I I'm thought not this Zach was Levine a... haters. I'm with you, Jordan. I'm with you. I mean, maybe play some defense and stay healthy and then oh, we'll shit. have some talk. I don't know. <laughs> but in my, like, I'm, just, in my opinion... I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. If you if you're the Bulls, your window kind of expired with Lonzo Ball not being healthy. So why not try to go out and get not Lonzo S players, but very, very good role players who could Lonzo, try and off, you could be Lonzo the, is the, way better than Zach Levine. No, they gotta rebuild. It, they would get RJ Whoa. Toppin and Lonzo no no Lonzo at his peak was way better than Zach Levine. Obviously he might not ever play again. But Lonzo, as a, the passing, he can score. Max, you're at out of will. your fucking mind. No, dog. I'm not. You are out of your mind. fucking <laughs> his skull. defense. His Dude, defense. His passing. You don't, and his you shooting. don't watch fucking what? Zach Levine you, play. Oh my fucking god! You don't watch Zach Levine. He's good at what? Hitting a couple of jumpers. He can shoot. No, the ball. he's a three level scorer, a, dude. Okay, so you have you have the he's passing and defensive Lonzo. Yeah, not anymore with all these fucking injuries. Wrong. Not wrong. He's he's lost <laughs> a lot of it. He still I thought you said Lonzo at his peak, which probably we never even saw, was Dude, better uh, you're just looking than at scoring. Zach I'm talking about peak. his facilitation, scoring, and defense compared to Zach Levine, who's one-dimensional and is just scoring. You're going to regret this take. I'm not regretting this take. This is <laughs> a take Zach I Levine. like. 
when Zach Levine carries oh, the Knicks the to Shut a championship. Get the fuck out of here. Be serious. <laughs> Be serious. No, okay. Seriously, though, you're completely wrong. Lonzo no, is a, I'm not a very good point guard, and he's a impact player. He is the fourth best player on a championship team at his best. So hmm. there's that. I don't know. We just disagree. I, he does way more than Zach Levine does on the court. He does more, but it doesn't matter if, if a guy's so, averaging so... 28. Yeah, but if I would rather I would take the guy that's averaging twenty. He's 20, not averaging twenty. Eight assist. Well, he's not playing because he's not my. Uh, he ever never averaged twenty, dude. Like that, you're wait, just wait, making well, up numbers. I'm not. Making, and you want to talk right, about well, injuries, Max? Max, you, hold on two seconds. You want to talk about Levine's I know. Injuries? I said getting rid of the injury for fucking Lonzo. Oh yeah, getting rid of the injuries that make like the entire like his <laughs> make up his entire player profile. Oh yeah, let's just push that aside. He averaged. Yeah, I guess he only averaged 13. Never mind. That was a hot huh, Thank oh, you. Right? Thank All right, you. fuck you guys. All right, let's finish this fucking episode before I quit the podcast. All right, we will be coming back to you guys with a bunch of episodes before the draft and a very special Lovecast 100th episode. Stay tuned for that. We have some NFL coming out this week with Zwick and Butsy and Jordan as well. So also stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening. And...